Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience by Bishop David Yali. Bishop David Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident pastor of Loyalty House International, one of the denominations under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, Tema Community 22 Branch. He has been in the ministry for over 25 years, has a rare insight into the Word of God, and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word by Bishop David Yali. Father, we don't deserve the least of your mercies. Yes, Lord. Yet you pursue us yes. by your Son and by your Spirit. Yes. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Thank you for Calvary. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that has yes, adopted Lord. us. Say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the grace in which we stand. Yes, Lord. Grace of being called sons of God. Jesus. Father of our Lord Jesus, by our spirit, look down from your heaven, Father. Yes, Lord. And show us mercy. Jesus. Look on us as you look like you look on Jesus. Yes. Love us tonight as you love Jesus. Yes, Lord. Send the Holy Spirit Jesus. to teach us the word of God from above the mercy seat. Oh Lord, open up the scriptures to us. Write your words on our hearts. Put them on our minds. Make us like little children. Even as you are, Lord. I curse Satan. Jesus. Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Bind any power, Lord. Take authority over them. Jesus. Bring them down and out of this place. Yes, Lord. Let the principality in this area be an angel of the Lord. Amen. Let the presence of God Jesus. fill this place as far as my voice can reach. Yes, Lord. Let the glory cloud envelop me and the people of God. Yes, Lord. May we have this service in the glory cloud. Amen. Oh, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let your voice be heard as it was heard on the Mount of Transfiguration. Jesus. Yield myself to you like a little child. Yes, Lord. Father, I don't know how to preach. I don't even know what to say. Mm. I just ask for mercy. Yes, Lord. I will use my members. Tonight, I submit myself, Lord even to the chairman of our council and to our father, Bishop Doug. And I submit myself to you, Lord. And I say, Jesus, have your own way. I don't stand here on my own authority. Lord, I bless you. I give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's be seated. Well, you are welcome to the second day of the service. I want to thank God once again for the opportunity to be here to preach the word of God to you. It's a blessing to speak the word of the Lord. 
Paul said in Galatians chapter 1, verse 15, he was thanking God who from his mother's womb and called him by his grace to reveal his son in him and to preach his son to the heathen. I want to thank God for this grace that is given to me to preach about, about Jesus. And I want to thank God for our Father Bishop Doug once again for the opportunity that God has given him to build this household of which we are all part of this household. And I want to thank God for our chairman, Bishop Sam. A chairman of the no last week was here to be a blessing to those of you who are shepherds. If you are not a shepherd, I think you miss a lot. Next time be a shepherd so that you can see your chairman. Amen. I'm not saying you can't see your chairman, but when you are a, chair, when you are a shepherd, when I say back, your chairman comes around to have a uh, camp, you will see him. And I want to thank God for Reverend Pascal for the kind invitation to Cape Coast. Amen. Father, use my heart and my mind and my eyes and my members and everything that is of me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Yesterday, I was talking to you about the bread of life. In John chapter 6, verse 48, the Jews were asking Jesus, they wanted a sign from him because Moses had given them bread in the wilderness for 40 years. But Jesus said that the bread that he had was come from the heavenly father and that he was a true bread. So the father gave them bread. He gave them things to eat, but the real bread was a person, that the son of the living God, that God brought to the world. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I we read from Ruth chapter one to six, and we saw how um, um, a family was in the church because there was famine in the land. They left the, they left the church to go to Moab because there was COVID. They had lost their job. They had not been paid well, so they thought they should live to a place where they can be paid well and all that. And when they went, the Bible says, Ruth 1 3, that Elimelech had died because she lost the security that the church provides. Something what people don't know is that there's a lot of security in the church, invisible security. Because the church is, is, is the body of Jesus Christ. So he defends his church and he protects the church. Paul wrote about a church in Hebrews 12, verse 22. He said, We have come to Zion, Mount Zion the city of the living God to uh, the heavenly Jerusalem to an innumerable company of angels. This morning somebody sent me a test from the church. He saw thousands of angels. Thousands of angels were praising God and he saw Jesus. But Jesus was a little child. But I knew that God wants us to be as humble like his son. And um, so the church has a lot of innumerable company of angels. And they are here to defend us and to protect us and to be a blessing to us because the Bible says God has sent them to minister to us. And then God's angels are um, agents of his grace. So many things that God, the Holy Ghost will do, angels do what the Holy Ghost will do. Amen. And they fight, they fight devils, they conquer devils. They overcome them by the blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible says we are... In Mount Zion, we have innumerable company of angels. 
And then the next one, he said that to the church of the firstborn. To the church of the firstborn. So the church of the firstborn has a lot of angels. There's a lot of security. And he says that to God, the judge of all. Amen. So God the Father is in the church. You don't see him, but he's there in the church. I understand. That's the security. He judges. He said that judging the the battles that we have, sometimes some issues are called to court. You came to church, some battles that you're having, some legal issues that you're having. Now the blood of Jesus comes as a as a legal document to contend for you, and God judges some devils. So you came to church with some issues, but before the service goes, you realize you are free. Are you understand me? That is security. And the spirit of Jasper made perfect. That, that is when you are, you are in the church, we have anointings. Amen. So something can have the anointing of your pastor of Bishop Dag in the in the place, but you may you may never know. So Paul said in First Corinthians chapter four, chapter First uh, Corinthians chapter five, verse four. He said, "When you are gathered together in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and with my spirit, and when you are gathered, my spirit is also there, my anointing is there." And he talks about Jesus the mediator of the new covenant. So Jesus stood there as the mediator of the new covenant, as the one who, 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 who the operator of the new covenant by the Holy Spirit. He does many things that we don't know. And the blood of sprinkling, that's speaking about that, the blood of Abel. So in the church, you see the blood of Jesus is, is, is being sprinkled and speaking, shouting, Fighting things that are claim, trying to claim our lives and trying to destroy our lives, the blood has answered. So, you may never, never see the security that the church had. It's an invisible security. We just came and all that. So, um, they decided to leave the church. And when they left for 10 years, Elimelech died, the two sons died. Then we read in the verse 6 that she arose because life had knocked her down. And um, uh, she and her daughters in law decided to come back to back to church. Amen. All, all those laws, but they came back. Why? Because the Lord, Jehovah, the Lord had visited. And it's as plain to you how God visits. And when God visited, he brought bread. Amen. And through that bread, we saw, uh, what's his name? Um, um, Boaz um, becoming wealthy. We saw even Naomi, who was who came back to church. Okay, her life was restored because of the provision of bread. Ruth, who had lost her husband, found another husband. Ruth, who had been married for ten years without a, a, a child, got pregnant and had a child. And um, she came from a generation, and I, I explained through that child that she had through through the bread. God decided to change her generation and give her a such blessing because through her child Obed, Jesse came. Through Jesse came David. And through David came Jesus. I'm sure Ruth must be very happy that she joined the church as she is in heaven because Jesus' grand, grandmother is this Ruth woman. So, The church is such a, a blessing. And it's, it's, it's actually the, the main channel that God uses to bless the earth. 
is a main channel. That's why I read to you, Jude 20 verse 1. There's a place, there's a vein for silver, and there's a place for gold. In other words, you cannot find silver anywhere, you can't find gold anywhere. But God has chosen to put gold in channels where you can find silver. And it's the church and the men that God gives to us. But the devil is so wicked, always trying to pump some things and to, uh, and to, to try and move us out. You see, it doesn't matter what you don't have. It's just a matter of time. If only you have patience. Are you understanding me? Do you understand what I'm saying? Zachariah didn't have a child, but she just continued to be in the church. And whilst she was working, the Bible says in Luke 1.11, there appeared an angel at the right hand of the altar. While she was seven, the angel of the Lord came with a very good news. That look, you're going to have a child. And he had, a, he had one of the best children that anybody will ever have. One who was so anointed to introduce the son of God. Are you understand what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter how long it, it takes. God is very faithful. And he, he comes. Amen. Now, I explained that that bread was invisible. But it was affecting lives and changing lives. And then, now... After many years, Jesus, the Son of God, is born. The true bread is born. So I said that actually the bread that the Lord, the Spirit of God uses to bless and to change our lives is the Son of God. Everything that God will do, he does it because of his Son. Everything that the Holy Ghost would do, he would do it because of the great Son of God. He would never do anything outside the Son of God because we don't qualify. Actually, actually, we don't qualify. So, the only person who qualifies is the Son. How you understand what I'm saying? How you understand what I'm saying? He's the only person who qualifies so the bread was Jesus the son of God and the son of God breaks himself to feed us with bread yes it's a mystery he breaks himself to feed us because he said we should eat him so we eat him Yes, we eat him. So he breaks himself. If he wants to heal you, he breaks himself. If you want to what bless you, he breaks himself. If you want to sort anything, he breaks himself. Every place that the bread comes, there are miracles. When Gideon and Israel were in trouble for over seven years because the Midianites had, had, had overrun the country and they cried to the Lord and the Lord sent the prophets and then God decided to raise Gideon as a deliverer and then God asked him to raise an army God asked him to reduce the army until, until the army was about 300, 300 but I'm sure Gideon was still not too sure about what he was doing and God said okay I want you to go into the camp of the army you will hear something in the army in the camp when you hear that thing it will encourage you and when he went he heard him discuss it once said, I had a dream in the dream I saw a cake of barley bread 
and it landed in the Midianites camp and it slew the tent and it overturned and the guy said this is the sword of Gideon the Lord has given the Midianites into the hand of the Lord but you see what he saw was a cake of barley bread that was Jesus Now, I have moving away from farming now inside the church. How's bread? Why some people will eat the bread and why some people not eat the bread? Because when the bread of life walked on the earth, not everybody ate him. When he even spoke about giving his life as bread, some people got offended and they left the church. Not every Jew benefited from the Son of God. So what is it? That will restrain and so that we don't eat this bread. Because it's, it's the greatest blessing. Jesus is the greatest blessing. No? He's the greatest, greatest blessing that the Holy Ghost brought to the earth for mankind. It is not even in the material thing that you have. It's not even in the healing that he does. Because he gave the Jews 40 years of bread for 40 years. He never gave those bread to the Philistines nor Canaanites to anybody but to his people for 40 years. But there's more to what God gives. God gives you a good husband. There's more. There's more to God giving you a good wife. There's more to God giving you money. There's more. There is more to God giving you a nice car. There is more to God raising you up in society. There is more. Those things are like manna for you to, you know, Udichao on this earth. But the main thing is the true bread that came from heaven. Jesus is more than a car. Jesus is more than a good husband. Jesus is more than being a president. Jesus is more than anything. That's why, that's why now the main, the main thing has to come. So what keeps us? Number one. Matthew 6, 9. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will 
be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Jesus said, the Father has plenty of bread. Every day, ask him for bread. What are our needs? The needs, the needs of life. Ask him for the bread. But actually, the bread is himself that he breaks to meet needs. We might have watched that. Every day say, give me this day, Jesus, to eat. When I eat Jesus in my area of poverty, something good will happen. When I eat Jesus in the area of demonic vexations, something will happen. When I eat Jesus in my discouragement, something happens. When I taste of Jesus Christ in my troubles, something happens. Wherever Jesus manifests, things change. So you might have as well write in your own translation, give me this day Jesus to eat. But Jesus starts with something, you see. So when you pray, say, Our Father. The Jews never saw God as their Father. They saw him as God. Lord God with different names, depending on the miracles that you do. He was only a Father to them. It was more of Adonai and servant. But Jesus said, this God, he's your father. He is your father. You are his child. He, he brought forth you. You are born again. John 3 John 3, 5 says, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Verse 6, he that is born of the flesh is flesh, but he that is born of the spirit is spirit. In other words, the Holy Ghost sees you as a product. You are his child, father. Father. Probably that is maybe one of the things that sometimes we find it difficult to appreciate that God is a father. He is not your earthly father. No. He is not even your father in the ministry. Every father, as good as he is, has shortcomings. But this father God doesn't have 
shortcomings. The way he thinks and the way he sees things is different from the way even an earthly father may see things. And Jesus knew that. Jesus' boldness in this life was this father-son relationship. He trusted the father so much. As a sound earth. And he knew that whatever he asked the father as a son, he will give it. There was no doubt. And the father loved the son. John 3 15, uh, John 3 35. For the father loved the son and gave it all things into his hands. The same the father also loves you. He loves me. But many a time we have been plagued with I am not loved. Because there's a wicked one who is always whispering, I'm not loved. When we go through little issues, go through problems, I'm not loved. I'm not loved. And it robs us of our self-confidence. It robs us of our boldness. It robs us of our faith in God. But what I want you us to understand, and me to understand, because I'm also preaching myself, that when the Father saved us, Romans 3, 24, says that being justified by grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus whom God has set forth as a propitiation through faith in his blood for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. What he's saying is that what he's saying is that God justified. Justification means more than forgiveness. You can be pardoned. But we still have your record. Justification is from wiping out of your records. And now conferring on you the righteousness of God. That you are a good man. You have not done that bad thing. That's the strength of the Father's love. And propitiation means that I am angry and I have to be pacified. But I pacified myself not with animal or goat or a sheep. As people, as you go to people who, who go to idols and you have to sacrifice and things. But this time, Almighty God Himself came down and sacrificed Himself to pacify Himself. That is the strength of the love. 
He pacified himself. That I'm not angry. I kill myself to, to pacify myself. That's the extent of love. I pray the Holy Spirit will help us to understand. Me, you understand that love. That's a poor that John said in John 1 3. Behold, what man of love the Father has bestowed upon us. That we are called a son. Do you know what it means? Because a son of God is not a small title. First John, first, first John 1, uh, 3 1. That we are called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not. And we also, also don't know ourselves. But Jesus knew himself. May the Spirit of God touch our hearts again for us to know who we are before the Father. That, that when we come to our Father, because we see, we are asking for bread, we are coming to our Father, we are coming to God, our Father. Holy Ghost, your love. Father, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Holy Ghost, I love you. It's not even about bread, but I love you. That relationship. And when the relationship gets, becomes strained, First John 2, 2 one says, my lady didn't say not, but when you say, remember that you have an advocate in heaven. Jesus Christ, the right to us. Who is the propitiation? Who pacified himself? For us, not only for us, but also for the world. strain that is why Galatians 4 says it's because you are sons God has sent for the spirit of his son into your heart crying Abba Father the, the Holy Ghost work is to help us become sons work on our hearts become sons to have that relationship the Holy Ghost wants to help us you are sons you are sons you are sons Romans chapter 8 verse 15 says, says that here God has not given us the spirit of bondage again to fear but has given a spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father. And the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are sons of God. He's working. He's working. May the Holy Spirit help us. Because there's so much bread. Oh, the Father, may we not run away from our Father. Even when we make mistakes, may the Lord help us and come back. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace and we shall obtain mercy and find help in the time of our need. Because we have, we have not a high priest who is not tired of our infirmities, but he was in all points also tempted. And such high priests we have. Hebrews 7.22 says that by so much Jesus was made a surety for a better testament or covenant. By so much. A surety means bail. When they arrest you and they put in the cell, you have to look for two, two houses to come bail you. Jesus was a bail. The bail was too expensive. God loves us. 
many of us, including me, some of the devil has told that God doesn't love you. Not difficulty. But he loves us. Say, I'm a son. And God, my father, loves me. Say, the Holy Ghost is excited about me. We are not saying it. So the first key to eat the bread is a recognition of that relationship. Sometimes we know Jesus, but we don't know the Father very well. But Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty nine, "All things are delivered unto me by my Father, and no one knows the Son save the Father." And no one knows the son, the father save the one whom the son will choose to reveal. Say, Lord, choose me to reveal the father to me. Say, Lord, choose me to reveal the father to me. Even in the house, when you feel that you are, you feel that your father loves you. Even the children feel like father loves your pastor loves you and things. No, you have a lot of confidence. But when Things goes through the mind. You're always hiding. Lord, heal us of the devil's lies as we stand in the blood of the Son of God. Bless the Savior. Whatever trauma you have been in, whatever experiences that we have experienced that has warped our minds, and warped our hearts that we just play the, the emotions of Christianity without knowing that the Father loves us. May God, who said, Can a mother forget a child? Yet she may forgetful be, but I will never forget you. May that God of Israel who called Abraham, called Isaac, called Jacob and put his name, their names on them and said, for me today, call me the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. May that same God heal our trauma, heal our pain, heal our failures, heal our disappointments. May the Spirit of God remove some memories from our hearts and our minds some pains may they be removed and may he put in us sweet memories I said may he put in us sweet memories and may we bounce back may we bounce back back to the father in the name of Jesus back to our father in Jesus name may the Holy Spirit fetch us back however far we are may he fetch us back to himself eat the bread number two oh Jesus help me to preach he said say our father our father means that he is not my father alone but he is the father of the person I don't talk to
He's the father of the person who grudges against. He's the father of my enemies. He's the father of those that I envy and I hate. Oh. He's the father of those that I, I jealous. He's the father of the person that I was supposed to sing. They didn't let me sing. They made him sing and I was angry. I said, why should he sing? And I'm, I'm having this in my heart that I was not allowed to sing. He's the father of the one that, of the one that I was selected to do something. I was not selected and I was, I'm not happy inside. Why did they choose him and not me? Even Jesus, he knew Judas was bad. But he realized that Judas' father is still God. John 13 said that he loved his own even to the end. Even to the end, he, he, he was kissing Judah. He didn't, have, he didn't want to have any whatever. Because Jesus didn't want any hindrance. And for him to say, teach how to pray, and to say, our father, I mean that he himself prayed. He didn't say, even when he was praying, he prayed, our father. So, when you say, our father then the Holy Ghost said mm. don't say our father say my father why because we are not talking to Elizabeth so you don't qualify to say our father and sometimes some of us don't qualify to say our father it's a traffic light that has, it's red. So you can't even proceed on to ask for bread. No matter what we do, we don't get to the bread level because of our father. Then it's okay. My father said, no, don't say my father. Because Jesus never taught you to say my father. Praise scripturally, say our father. I will not, I can't feel you can proceed. So you see the Lord not even asking us to confess our sins. I mean, can you see Jesus? And we will start to let's start confess our sins. He never asked us to start to, to confess our sins. No. You have someone say, Come, Father, worship him, your kingdom come, give me bread, your will be done. Then now forgive me my sin. Because of relationship. So, it's almost like there must be a good relationship with people. That's the worst sin. So, if you have ought against somebody, leave it at the altar, go and sort it out and come back. Probably is the only sin that stops us. But once everything is okay, we all have sins. We have goats in our lives. Goat skin in our lives. We worship her. Then we say, Father, forgive me. That's, that's this is a kind of prayer. I want you to bow down heads. 
tell the Lord, help me to release people. Some people, when we see them, their anger comes. Lord, we are sorry. In the name of Jesus. Me too, I'm sorry. Cleanse my heart, Lord. I have tried. It's been difficult. But Lord, today help me to release them through the power of the Holy Spirit, my God. Spirit of God. Spirit of Jesus. Spirit of God. Help me to release the jealousies, the envies, the hatred. There's a discontentment, the hatred. Clean my heart. Make me innocent again. Make me like a little child again. Make my white like snow again. Make my heart like fine linen. Lord, just again. Let not the enemy be able to stand your fine linen of my heart. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Number three. What keeps us from eating the bread is our inability to daily depend on God. So Jesus said, give me this day my daily bread because tomorrow I've got to depend on you again and come back for tomorrow's bread. The manna, oh Holy Spirit, I bless you so much. The manna probably is the revelation of non-dependence on God. God said, I'll feed you bread for every day. Gather every day. Then some people gather for a week. It's like Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we don't need what we don't need you. And God said, Why did this obey? You need me. I need you. Then it's okay. Gather every day on this on on the Friday, gather twice because Saturday I will not bring bread. So it's a time with me. But still, they will gather more. And do you know what happened? It breadworms. And the Lord was angry. Because God wants us to come. We cannot do that, Jesus. There is no day that you can do that, God. But when God gives you a manner of something, financial manner, marital manner, whatever manner that gives you, you seem to be okay. And that's why we leave God. We, we leave God. Some of you even leave church because you have prospered. 
some people become too busy that they don't even have the quiet time because they're too busy. There's no de- daily dependence on God, on God who gave you what you have. And at the point you even think that it's by your wisdom and by my strength that you even have the manner. And sometimes many riches have breadworms. You are rich, but you don't enjoy it. Marriages can breed worms. You know that depend depend on God. Your life is you buy a car, but you don't even enjoy it because the car has become wormy. God gave you a blessing. But no matter how much. God blesses us. We should come every day. Because you are all I need. You are all I need. Lord Jesus. You are all I need. Holy Ghost. Jesus. You are all I need. Abraham, who was never changed by blessings, it's everyday dependence on the Lord. So, some people they are eating the bread of yesterday. There's no, there's, there's no fresh bread. Open on what way through? What way through? There is fresh bread. Sometimes when the church even now knows what to do, and they didn't depend on God because we are getting rich, blah 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 blah, and then now, what happens to church? God, the bread ceases, so the church is now eating pan on our way through. There's no fresh bread. The ovens in the church are shut. God is not bringing new fresh bread. Now the church now becomes religion. There's no freshness, no grace, like everything is monotonous. We know what to do. We know that when we come to church, help me, Jesus. We lead prayer 15 minutes, praise and worship 30 minutes, dancing stars sing, uh, somebody sings, pastor please one hour, and then we have clothes. We know, in fact, we know what to do. The Holy Ghost fire that bakes the bread is not there.
God, is the God wants every time fresh bread. Because in the temple, the bread is there. After a week, fresh bread has come. Yes. You can't have bread in the temple for five weeks. No. Every week. The priest eat the bread. A new, new one is baked. Dependence on God. Say, Lord, I cannot do it on my own. I need you. Say, Lord, forgive me for my, not depend on you, Holy Spirit. Number four. How we can eat bread. Galatians 3, 26. Ye. Galatians 3, 6. 3, 26. I bind and curse you, dark one, by the light of Jesus. Father, let the light of your countenance even manifest as, as I'm preaching. The light of the countenance that overcomes religion. Let Jehovah's light of his countenance Father appear in this place in our hearts for as 26 and ye are all children of God by faith in Jesus Christ so you mean that God is our father the Holy Ghost is our father Jesus is our father God is our father verse 27 for as many of you as have put I've been baptized in Jesus, have put on Christ. So actually, a child of God wears Christ. Put on Jesus. So you have the semblance of the Son of God. That was what God prophetically did in the garden as soon as man fell. He killed probably a lamb and he covered, atoned for their sins and he covered them with the skin of the animal, which is a type of Christ that you have to put on Christ. Put on Christ. Put on Christ. Let you see Christ at the workplace. They see Christ at home. This is some people, some they see we see Christ in church, but we don't see Christ at the workplace. But you know, you have to put on Christ everywhere. 28. Now, children of God. Now look at what it says. Once we are children of God, there's neither Jew nor Greek. So, number four, once you are bought by the blood of Jesus, the Holy Ghost has come to live inside of you. God has no respect for anybody, whether you are a Jew or you are a Greek or you are a Ghanaian. God has favored the Jewish nation and he's favored the Jews but now that we are in the in Christ we share 
equal favor with the Jews. Yes. Then how would the promise that Abraham would be the father of many nations come? So, Abraham has children in, in Ghana. As he has children in, in Israel, he also has children in Ghana. Through Christ. So, God, the anointing that God will give a Jew, he can also give it a, a gift. That's why he can give it some dark he's not He's not a Jew. Benin is not a Jew, even though he lives in Israel. Bonky was not a Jew. Once you are a child of God and God is our father, then there is no nationality. Nationality comes when we enter the flesh. Even spiritual, spiritual people who are, who are spiritual don't look at nationality. Because God can use a Nigerian to bless an American. Yes. But you know what? One of the things that has plagued the world is nationality. So some nationals even feel better than other nationals. We are Americans. People are looking for a green, green card and a green passport. They'll do everything to get British passports. Do everything there. To, to have a certain, to, to have a certain advantage. But in Christ, if God is your father, you don't need to be an American for God to bless you. You don't need to be a British for God to bless you. You can be a Chinese man with small eyes and God will bless you. You can be a Ghanaian with a black face and you can be very anointed and God can bless you. Yes. So God is saying that don't let your mind be warped by inferiority complex. You are Ghanaian but you are Hebrews 4, 16. Let us come boldly. The American, the Ghanaian, the Nigerian, we are all coming boldly to God our Father. Ephesians 2, 18 says that by him we have access. We have what? Access. Eh? By one spirit unto the Father. The Holy Ghost doesn't carry Jews or Americans and leave Ghanaians. By him, Jesus Christ, we have what? All access to the Father. So come boldly, not as a Ghanaian, but come boldly as a child of God. Come boldly as a Nigerian. Come boldly as whoever you are. Come boldly as a fanatic. Come boldly as an evil. Don't let anybody strive. Oh, our tribe is superior in Ghana. So what? Nobody is born again to look more like Christ based on a tribe. Hebrews 2.10 For it became him for whom a 
are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons, not many Jews, but many sons, whether Ghanaian or many sons unto glory, that he might be the captain of their salvation through suffering. He suffered not for Jews alone, but he suffered for Ghanaians also, also. So that he's the captain of Jews, Greeks, whatever. He's the captain of our salvation. He's the captain. Whether you're a Ghanaian, whether you live in, uh, you live in the bush, whether you live in Kumas, whether you live, you live at the coast, he is the captain. And he is captain us as sons of glory. Not as, as sons, downtrodden sons. But as sons of what? Glory. Verse 11. For he that sanctified and they that are sanctified are all of one. Jesus who sanctified a Jew and sanctified me, a black man, we are all of one. Wherefore, he is not ashamed. Whether I live in a hut or I live on a tree. Don't, don't, don't laugh at my heart. He's not ashamed. Once the blood has bought me, Jesus is not ashamed. And I'm happy in the heart. Things will change. That's why I, I, I was born. Do you have a choice? To be born a Ghanaian. Verse 12 saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. Then, Father God, I will talk about your name. Holy Ghost, I will talk about to my brothers. He's calling a Jew, a Ghanaian like me, his brother. In the midst of the church, I'll sing praises unto thee. Verse 12, verse 13. Again, I'll put my trust in him. Again, behold, I and the children, whether Greek, whether our Jews, whether Ghanaians, that God has given me, he's going to Messiah, are for signs and wonders. But when we are coming, huh? Lord, if I was born in America my life if I was born to President Trump my life look at me I'm born to Mr. 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 Diehu and he say mommy who can you? That's a prison worship song. But rather, you make my life so beautiful. Whether a Ghanaian in Sopon. And as you are in heaven, you have made me here on earth. That's first John, first John 4 17. First John 4 17. First John 4 17. As you are, you have made me here. First John 4 17. First John 4 17. Hear him? Because as he is, so are we in the world. As Jesus is in heaven, Holy Spirit, that's I am. My face is, is dark, but that's how Jesus is. 
Jesus, how do you look? Are you a white man? And he said, no. I'm not, I'm not a white, I'm not a black. As, as I am, so you are also. Whether black, whether white, so you are. Beautiful. And I see you are. You have made me here on earth. Jesus is blessed. There is nothing greater than thee. That's why I love you forevermore. Lord Jesus, you make my life so beautiful. Sometimes because of inferiority complex, people even want to bleach. For whom he did foreknow, he predestinated to be conformed into the image of his son, that he would be the firstborn amongst many brethren. I can be a black man. All I want is to look like Jesus. So Paul prayed for the Galatian church. They were not Jews. Galatians 4 17. I pray, my little children, whom I travail. Again, the Christ be formed in you. Just look like Christ, that's all. Just look again. That's a matter of nationality. Just look like Christ. Just look like who? who? Jesus. Are you Haddington? Eh? Haddington. Eh? Yesterday, where, where, where were you? Didn't know where you were. Didn't know where you were. <laughs> it's little children don't even know their nationality. See a white person, a white child, and a black child. They, play. Don't, even, they don't even care. Sometimes our pride gives us inferiority complex. Inferiority complex is a type of pride. And it's also a pride. They are all seeds of pride. Sometimes we could do. When we're children, so if I, if, if I go to church and meet a white man, I've met God. I can meet a white man I've met God. I can white man be God. Oh, Jesus. So, may the Lord heal our inferiority complexes. 
let us make man father son and the holy ghost in our own image and the image was not a jew in other words if if the holy spirit takes a selfie of himself you should see david ali if you take a selfie who do you see reverend listen to yourself so if you, if you are made in his image and you take a selfie who should he see he should see you yeah. and it is that it is that image that he gave dominion over fish yes the devil came to distort that dominion that image and Jesus has come to turn it back so when we have that image of God you'll be very confident number five Galatians 3.28 there's not a bond no free you are a child of God. There's not a bond of free. It's a bond is a slave. A free man is a free man. People who are free have confidence. You see, if we're a slave in the house, if you even if even a house up in the house, you can't just cut bread. But the children cut bread. But God is saying, whether you are born, whether you have help, or you are a free person, you are my child. So a house help in the house, and a child in the house, God has not discriminated you. In other words, when you are coming to your father God as a, a slave, whatever, say big things. You see, because the slave is so is so down that you One of my friend bishops was asked me to buy a car for my son. So somebody says, Charlie, we are waiting for the car. <laughs> so before he finishes buying a car, I haven't bought it though. But if I had a, a house help that I've even taken to invest, that bishop will never ask me to buy him a car. I don't know what I'm going to tell you. Because he's not my son. Even he himself cannot ask me to buy a car. Him a car. So his requests are always down. So God is saying, look, don't have the mind of a bond, bond servant when you come to me. I don't know when you're asking for things. 
Say, oh Lord, please. Minya banchi tu. Na posne wana. Tonya bad. Tonya bad, oh Lord. Whilst the child is going to say, Lord, I need some pieces. <laughs> Father, I need some pieces. I need this. I need that. I need that. So even your request. That's why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, if you shall tend to the Lord, you say, the Lord is the Spirit. The Lord God is the Holy Ghost. The Lord Jesus is the Holy Spirit. A Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. He frees us. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He frees us. Liberty. Liberty. The Jews were not free when they came from Israel. They still have a slave mind. He said, Lord, please. Uh, we want cucumbers, Egyptian cucumbers, cucumbers, garlic. Is it then? Garlic. You want something better? Angels. Give me some 74, verse 24. No, some. Is it 74, 78? Psalm 70, 78, verse 24. Yes. And I rained the man up on them to eat, and I given them corn of heaven. I want you to more corn, heaven corn. It's a garlic, heaven corn. I said, garlic, heaven corn. That you, you can't get by in Sainsbury, you can't get by Malcolm, you can't get by in any shop. He's giving you corn from heaven. But when the mind is like a slave, so Egyptian garlic eye. When he's giving you corn, you say, I don't I don't want this one. 20, 20, 20, 20, uh, 25, 25. Man, food that angels eat. Jesus Christ, the Son of God. That's a pegalic. Your request is too small. When you have a a slave mind, you have a basenta. You say, you ready? And say, "Mam, ni patua." And say, "Mam, ni patua." But if you come to God as a father, please, I need twenty people. Even if I don't have so, why? Why is this my father? The father has not given me twenty tomorrow. I'm sure next week, Lord. Kayala baba ba, rabataba ba, ibaba baba, baba baba. Holy Father, in the name of Jesus, I need twenty people. Kayam baba ba in my basenta. Not Ibin. Oh. Nyame say in Chobena say me nya third hand bicycle be
Holy Ghost. But for Jesus, he's asked God for big things. Big th- in fact, he asked God for big things. He said, Father, I know you always hear me. But for these people, let's pray this long prayer. Lazarus! Comfort! Hey, you're asking the Father to, to raise somebody. That's a very big thing. He knew. Obeye. Unyami beye. Jesus Christ, Son of God. Unyami beye. Mighty Holy Ghost. Oh, Father Jesus. Father God. Jesus, obey. Jesus. Holy Spirit of Jesus. God wants to free us in inferiority so we can even come to him boldly and sing to him to worship him. And number six. This sex is where there's neither male nor female. This one is for the woman. You see, they say the world is a man's world. It's a man's world. So even among the lions, the female go to hunt. When they come, then the men will eat before they can eat. So you have all forms of women activism. I've never seen men activism before. Fighting for women's rights. Some people will even cut their hair, Grace Jones, Grace Jones, and we want to look male so that it's like it's do not wear earrings, do just cut their hair down, then they want to dress man it's like it's like want to be look umbo. like the God had made you. Whatever you do, you are a man, you are, you are a woman. You don't have beard. Even our voice is different. 
even our muzzle sheaves at the front. Even the way you walk is different. So don't be what God did make you. Even the way you do things is different. Even have something you want, you can even, you can even sew a dress with a belt at the back and you tie it at the back. Because a man will never have a dress belt at the back and he's tied it and he's walking about. So even the fight to become like a man is even Jesus of Nazareth. Even the fight in the marriage to be equal with your to, to husband. All those things. But don't worry. God is saying, whether a woman or a man, you're my child. 26. Ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Then 28. There's another man. Our of God. So, if you're a woman, if you ask God for big things, when some men are asking God for for things some people they want one million dollars and there are a lot of men who want one million dollars one thousand dollars a lot of men who want it but there are few men who actually want hundred thousand dollars <laughs> I'm lying it doesn't even cross your mind There are few men who want anointing. Yes. You see, men want anointing. Lord, anoint me. Another. Few men want anointing. What, what could you say now? What I can give to a man, I can also give to a woman. You know Benahin? Do you know his mother? Catherine Coleman. Yeah. Just find your place. Sometimes even in school, the women are first. And the men will struggle. 
God. I'm not saying be overconfident and become very proud. But see yourself as a child of God. It, it gives you confidence to, your, to the Father. God. And if you're a man, encourage your wife. You're a child of God. You too of things. Ask God. I like Mary Madeline. She was looking for Jesus. Why is the men were in the house? I'm about closing. Why is the men were in the house? She was looking for Jesus. I think she probably even went with a woman and the woman left and she was left alone. And she goes to tell that Peter and John that look, they have taken away the Lord Jesus. And they start running. John runs and guess the first when he comes he sees the the stone has been rolled away and he stands and he looks inside then Peter comes to meet him he goes further and enters and he sees the napkin on the head folded those are two different seekings one, that, one does not enter. One goes further. And after that, they say, Well, in whom did he go to the house? Mary said, Nah, I am not satisfied. And she was still standing there. And then suddenly, two angels come and ask, What are you looking for? Some looking for Jesus. And whilst they were talking, she turns Saloma Catalia Jalaba. He stands the Son of God. And he she did not even recognize him. He told us what God said. Why have you seen my Lord? Jesus. Mentioned them, Mary. Rabboni! What men could not find, a woman found. And she wanted to touch Jesus. The Lord said, No, don't touch me. I have to go and show myself to my father. First. Maybe should have died, I believe. Because Jesus hadn't gone to heaven. Yes. To put his blood on the mercy seat to atone for our sins. So she would have touched a raw holy power. 
with that blood probably would have died but I like the part the part that Jesus said I have to go and show myself my father first it's more like the father was saying that don't come Jawa, until you have seen this Mary Madeline because the way she's looking for you I mean you have, you have sent your son he's accomplished I, I mean paid for her sins he's not supposed to come home immediately from the body house back home to heaven but it's like no meet this girl so Mary saw Jesus before the father saw him that's a big thing what I'm trying to say is that if you're a woman in a church don't encounter walk as a child of God all I'm saying tonight, tonight is that it's all a be a child of God for bread Psalm 8 to understand, I am Jesus, the Lord thy God. Open your mouth and I feel it. The Holy Ghost wants to satisfy us with his son, with his dear son. The son is what we must eat every day. And when we eat him in our crisis, crisis gets solved. When we eat him in our diseases, they get healed. When we eat him in our poverty, things change. But you say a prayer. Oh Lord, please, I need a car. No, just say, Lord, please, let me eat Jesus. Let's be on our feet.